It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovins, and this is our latest look at the Detroit Tigers. I'm joined by Jason Beck. I, I thought it'd be fun to kind of reflect on your experience covering Jim Leland for so many years in Detroit. The MLB Network has a documentary airing this week about Leland's life and career in the game of ball. And I haven't seen it yet uh, as we record this. It's, it's actually airing uh, Tuesday night, but uh, I've seen some clips of it. it it's really well done, uh, the, the, the little bit I've seen. And um, obviously he's always one of those great baseball men, uh, been through so many uh, great experiences and, and, you know, various stops along the way, Pittsburgh, Florida, Detroit, and just kind of an interesting guy in that he's so, he has this gruff exterior and, of course, is known to have his blow-ups, but he's also uh, a player – our guy players love to play for, um, fiercely loyal, you know, uh, like a father figure to so many ball players along the way. So just your experience being around him on a daily basis for so many years, what was that like for you? Well, it generally was not boring. I can say that, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, it's funny looking back on it a few years separated. Now, the more I go around and cover different teams, either, you know, you know, covering, you know, my current team, the Tigers, or, you know, maybe jumping in on, you know, a session with a visiting team or maybe helping out during the playoffs, the more you realize how unique Leland was in his dealings with the media. And I know, you know, I don't expect a whole lot of focus on that part in the MLB Network special, but for us, dealing with them on a day-in, day-out basis, it really was special because you just – on given days, you, you really didn't know what he was going to say. You didn't know sometimes what might set him off or what might spark a, a really good discussion. I know you know you you jumped in on enough sessions over the years. You know you experienced that too. There were there were days you'd go in and you knew you were going to have to ask something, and you knew there was going to be a fight on your hands about it. You knew there was a pretty good chance he was going to blow his top. You know some of it got into the press, some of it got on TV or radio, and, and some of it never did. But it was it was a unique relationship, and it was never boring. But I think in the end, Jim, more than a lot of current managers, had an appreciation for the job that you had to do as a reporter and the questions you had to ask, and that if you could take some of the grief – and there were days when there was some, really a whole lot of grief going on that you generally had more interesting sessions with Leland than you, you could have with any other manager. I guess the one modern comparison would be Buck Showalter. Yeah, I mean, those guys are few and far between. And, but even Buck Showalter, you don't get those, those days where you pop into his office and he's laying there on a couch on his underwear. You know? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah there, there was that part. And, and that's, you know, <laughs> that's one thing I don't miss is that – <laughs> you know, 
if you wanted to talk to Jim, you had to be there when the clubhouse opened, which is three and a half hours before first pitch generally. So that meant for a one o'clock game, you had to be there at nine thirty, and you didn't know for a day game after a night game which gym you were going to get. There were days he'd be dressed, ready to go, and you could have a fascinating discussion on baseball stuff that you might not ever get from him during a session before a night game because there'd be either too many people there or he would just be too distracted. And then there were other days where you'd walk in and you'd realize he just got up like five minutes earlier. Uh, God, there was a one time he was in, he was literally in bed because the couch in his office at the time was, you know, was basically a fold out bed. He had the bed folded out. He was under the sheets. I don't think there were clothes on underneath those sheets. And he was conducting the session like there was nothing unusual about what was going on. (laughs) Or that he fully realized there was something unusual. He just wanted to make you a little bit uncomfortable just because he wanted to rather your cage a little bit. There's just just stuff like that. The blow-ups with players, gosh, I could do like a half-hour podcast on this, realizing it now, but... Um, the, the blow-ups with players, generally you didn't see it, but the blow-ups you did see tend to be memorable. I, I remember being outside the clubhouse, the, the famous blow-up he had with his team, with his uh, first Tigers team, when they basically took a bad loss when they had a chance to sweep Cleveland in the first month of his first season, and he just let them have it that you can't just give away games like that. And you could hear the shouting outside the doors. And we're talking about heavy metal doors and down the hallway from from where the shouting actually was taking place. And you knew he was he was having it out with them. And then he would you go into the office and I think his his uh post game session with us lasted like forty five, fifty seconds. No questions. He just said, you know, this can't happen and blah 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 blah. It's just I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the morning clubhouse open before a day game against Minnesota at the Metrodome. Tigers had lost an extra inning game the night before. And I'm there talking with uh, Gerald Laird about, I can't remember if it was about the game before or if it was about some other topic. And Jim's still steaming about that loss. He comes in, yells at Laird about pitch selection between him and Brandon Lyon during that last extra inning during the uh, fateful at bat. And he chooses out, and Gerald's defending himself, as he had every right to. And they go at it. And I uncomfortably walk away and try to pretend like I'm doing something else, which, mind you, there's like maybe like two players in the clubhouse at that point, so there's nowhere else to go. So you basically just have to pretend you're ignoring the shouting that's going on in front of you. And, you know, they have it out, and Jim storms away, and, you know, we go back to talking, me and Gerald. And then, like, five minutes later, Jim comes back out of the office. And he's still mad. And he chews him out. And they get into it again because he was something else. He realized he wanted to yell at him about that he'd forgotten the first time. And, gosh, it's one of those things that when the Tigers named uh, Hire Gerald Laird to a minor team managerial position, that was the first thing I thought of. Because of the dealings he had with Jim. Oh, my gosh. He took so much grief. Oh, man. (laughs) 
as did uh, anybody who rubbed him the wrong way at the wrong time. But he was uh, ultimately a, you know, a loving man, you know, and, and, and he loved his players. And, um, and I still enjoy catching up with him. He's still around the ballpark quite a bit. Um, so always, always good to have a moment with Jim Leland. And, and yeah, I think by the time most people hear this podcast, the special will have aired on MLB Network. But check your listings. I'm sure they'll air it many times uh, in the coming weeks. And, and it looks like a good one. So I, I, I knew you'd have some good stories back. Uh, I think any of us who cross paths with Jimmy uh, at some point have have a good story. Uh, and I'm surprised you didn't mention when he got his cell phone that one spring uh, and he got into FaceTime because that was a major development in, in Jim. Lee's oh life. my <laughs> gosh, that's right. Because his daughter was overseas doing one of those uh, uh, semester abroad things. Yeah. <laughs> he was just stupefied by the fact that he could talk. I can't remember if it was on his iPhone or his iPad. But he could I believe talk. it was the phone, if I remember right. It might have been yeah. the Okay. Yeah, and they had to set him up with the phone. This is somebody who resisted an iPhone for years and years. This was like either his last or next to last year managing. iPhone had been out for about five years at this point. <laughs> and uh, he was just dumbfounded by the fact. I, 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 could still imagine, I could still hear him saying it. Like, I can, I can set this phone up, and I can not only talk on the phone to my daughter in Italy, but I can see her face. He just he couldn't get over it. <laughs> and it was like later that spring, we, we were uh, there was they were they had a spring training game and there was a chance of rain. We were trying to figure out when the rain was supposed to hit. And he and he said he could check his phone and he was he felt like he had the greatest thing since sliced bread that he could check the <laughs> weather forecast on his phone. <laughs> He rightly remarked, well, I don't want to sophisticate you guys by doing this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We all just cracked up laughing. Oh, man. Jeez. The greatest thing since post-toasties. That was his Yeah. Name. Oh, gosh, yes. That was his favorite phrase. Man. I just got to – I remember now back uh, when Johnny Peralta was suspended in the biogenesis thing. Um, you know what? I and, thought and, about it about, about five minutes ago when talking yeah. about the stuff that you knew – Something was going to set him off, but you knew you had yeah. to ask it. You were in on We that. came in. Yeah, we, we had just talked to Dave Dombrowski. Dombrowski gave the organizational statement about Johnny Peralta's suspension. We go into Jim Leland's office. He says right off the bat, to his credit, he says right off the bat, I'm not, I'm not answering any questions about Johnny Peralta. Dave addressed that. And sure enough, it had to be first or second question. I think it was a second question because I do think we had a minute or so with him. I, if I remember right, it was like one minute and 31 seconds. Um, yeah, like and, one of us had like a lead-off question and tried to kind of warm him up right. and gauge his mood. And, right. and it was like had right from there the Peralta. Name and, yeah. Oh, gosh. And he said, that's oh. it. Interview's over. Kicked us all out of his office. And that was the end. But he was true to his word. And uh, oh, the, I'm also remembering time... uh, it must have been – this would have been 2007, but because I, I think I was doing a, a feature on the 1997 World Series and wanted to ask him about that. So it must have been 10 years out. Um, but it was the quintessential Jim Leland experience because there he was laying on the couch in his underwear, smoking a Marlboro, and uh, talking about the 97 World Series. I always, I always remember that as a, oh. as a particularly fun conversation. So uh, I'll anyway, never well, forget we, the time I got into it with him. And it ended up making a radio that day where I remember uh, that. Uh, Brandon Inge was coming back from the disabled list. They just activated Inge. And Donnie Kelly had covered third base pretty well for him in the meantime. And I asked Jim what he, was, what he saw as the role for Don Kelly going forward. And 
you could tell he was waiting for that question, and that just set him off. And he goes, he goes in this tirade. Well, what do you want me to do with Don Kelly? Huh? No, you're asking me. Tell me, what do you want me to do with Donnie Kelly? And he just went off on that for like two minutes. And I'm saying, Jim, Jim, I'm just trying to engage this. I'm not trying to spark anything. And it ends up on the radio. And, um, oh, man. And, like, he get, it's just an awkward session from there on out. And about ten minutes later, we're in, like, the player's portion of the clubhouse. And uh, Jim sees me. And he walks up and says, Stay right there. I want, I want to introduce you to somebody. He walks the other end of the clubhouse, grabs Donnie Kelly, <laughs> drags Donnie Kelly over to me. Hey, I want to introduce you to Donnie Kelly. Just joking around with me. And Donnie's got this look on his face like, what on earth is going on? And it was just, it was his way of like trying to knock down the tension. But it was hilarious. So I had to bust out laughing. After he did it, and it's just oh man! But that that was Jim. That was like all this stuff is like classic Jim. And none of this stuff will be in the documentary, unfortunately. They should have interviewed you, Beck. You should have been the the, the star of this thing. Um, cause you have some, <laughs> no, some but... great stories. I knew you would. Oh man! So uh, yeah. well, we'll we we uh, forego the usual uh, news and notes. We'll get to that next week. There's not much going on with the Tigers anyway. No, kind of no, you know, on, uh, just stuff, you know, caravan stuff, spring training stuff. We'll get to it next week. We'll get to it next week. All right. Good stuff, as always, from Jason Beck. We'll catch up on all things Tigers next week. Want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in and indulging in our Jimmy Leland stories. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.